Hey, what's up, everybody? Good morning, and welcome back to another edition of the show. It is October 26th, 2021, and I'm joined once again with by Kyle Klingman out there in Cedar Falls, Iowa, in his Bob Dylan studio. What's up this morning, Kyle? How you doing? How you doing, man? Good to see you again. Fun to grill you a little bit yesterday with questions. I've been waiting for that moment, and I want that moment to happen again. And maybe it happens on your 43rd birthday coming up on November hey, 4th. Hey, 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 hey. I'm not 40. I'm not even, I'm not, I'll be 42. But no. 42? Uh, yeah. But thanks for, well, okay. I had everybody believing I was in the 30s still. And you screwed this one up. Yeah. Well, you look like it, but love the shirt. Thank you. The House of Ed built. Yeah, I love that. Appropriate shirt. Ed Gallagher, of course. Um the arena at Oklahoma State, named after the legendary coach and only appropriate for today's guest. It is world silver medalist, two-time NCAA runner-up, junior world champion, uh, list of accomplishments. We can go on all day, but Dayton Fix, we'll bring him on to the show and um, glad to have you, Dayton. How are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? Man, I'm doing great. I'm great. I'm, it's glad to see you um, and get to be chatting again. Um, so the first thing I kind of wanted to talk about is you know, last year was a, a short NCAA season for everyone, right? And it may be a little shorter, but NCAA season's long, right? You've, you've been through this a couple of times, and, and there's, a, there's a lot of talk about either shortening the season or making it a second semester sport. And, uh, and I'm just curious if your experience last year swayed you in one way or the other, if, if you like the season that's basically starting now and goes through March, or if you would maybe prefer it to be uh, – January to March kind of thing, or January to April, or, or if you had a, even an opinion on the matter. Um, I mean, I think it does make sense to have the whole season in one semester rather than split it up into two. It, uh, you know, just makes more sense. It's a, uh, you know, it's, wrestling's hard enough, but whenever you're doing it for for that many months, it's, you know, it just makes it even more tough. Yep, yep. I was kind of thinking, I and I hear that sentiment from a lot of coaches. Um, I think a lot of people feel that way. So I, I kind of tend to agree. Um, yeah, it's just so dang hard. Um, so, you know, looking back, you since high school, right? You're wrestling high school season. You jump into freestyle. You're wrestling a long freestyle season. You're going to junior worlds and, and into college and the same kind of thing in the senior worlds and everything else. And you, like, never had a break, but you did have a little break from competition. What was that like? Was it – like, I don't know, maybe a little less stress? Are you able to focus more on, on skill development or, or did you love it, hate it, any, anywhere in between? Any takeaways from that? Um, I definitely prefer wrestling all the time over than just working out and not, never getting to compete, you know. I've, I feel like the more I compete, um, the more I, I improve. So, you know, having that time where I, I didn't compete for, for over a year, it, uh, it, was, it was tough. And, you know, I, I did have a lot of time to, you know, work on technique and stuff like that, but you know, that it, it's hard to, to do that whenever you you don't get to go compete really anytime time yeah. soon. So it was, a uh, it was tough, but, you know, I think it, uh, in the long run, I think it, you know, benefited me. Do you, you know, like that's, that's interesting. And, and I guess it makes sense. You know, I, I get better by competing. Is it the act of competing or is it like, later on being able to go back and look at that competition and, and maybe analyze it? Uh, yeah, a little bit of that. And just, you know, whenever you're competing, it's, uh, 
you you know I I, I know that for me I I compete way different than I, I I'm in practice in the room and that's something that you know I've been working on is practicing more like I compete and whenever I do that that's whenever I start to find you know improvements in my practices when you say you practice different you compete very well clearly um, some people are like they they're not a very good practicer wrestler and they they just shine under the lights and then some people are the opposite it, are is it like is it like that or is it like a, an approach or a mindset that you, that you are, are alluding to that are different in the way you practice versus the way you compete um you know just sometimes you know in the room i i, I need everything to be perfect you know I'm, I'm almost thinking too much as i'm practicing rather than just going out there and in wrestling like like I do whenever it's a, a regular match. Do you find yourself thinking during a match? And do you find, the two-part question, right? Do, do you think during a match or do you just react? And then once a match is over, can you go back and recall kind of what took place? Or some people are like, I just, I don't remember anything. I kind of black out and I just have to watch the match again to, to see what happened. Yeah, I can usually go back and, and recall what, what happened pretty well. But I, I wouldn't say that I think, you know, I don't overthink too much during my matches. It's most of, most of it's just I'm reacting to, to what's happening. Sure. All right. Um, I guess let's, let's dive into this, I guess, summer, right? The Olympic trials didn't obviously go the way you wanted. Um, how did you feel about your performance? You know, you wanted to win, that I, that I know. But, like, the way you performed, were you pleased with it, upset, uh, somewhere in the middle, disgusted, okay with it? Uh, you know, obviously I wasn't happy about it, but, you know, coming off, you know, a pretty, you know, devastating loss at, at NCAAs to turning around two weeks later, going down a weight class, and then, you know, competing, you know, fairly well at, at the at the Olympic trials, you know, I, you know, it's hard, it's hard to do, especially after coming off a loss like that. Um, to turn around, you know, refocus, drop down a weight class, you know, that's that's not easy for anybody to do. So, you know, it uh it was tough, but you know, in the match that I lost, you know, I I just didn't wrestle that first period. I got in a big hole and you you can't give, you know, good wrestlers that big of a lead and expect just to be able to come back. Sure. Compare making 33 to making 57, which I think is 125 and change maybe, and like what that two weeks was like. That, that you mentioned it's a lot of weight to suck off and so to get you know to get rid of in, in a week, two weeks. Yeah, well, I was back in back on the treadmill on on Monday after the after the NCAA tournament. I you know I didn't didn't have much time to you know sulk on on that loss. I had to get right back to. To training if I wanted to, you know, have a chance to compete in the Olympics. So it was, uh, I didn't have time to, to sit around and, and think about NCAs. I was really pretty much straight back to training. And I actually, you know, I made, I, I felt like I, I made 125. That was the, the best that I've done it. And I, that probably came from, you know, making 33 for those four weeks prior to, prior to the, the trials. Sure. Uh, after the trials, did you did you know you wanted to wrestle sixty one, or was that a result of Gilman securing that medal and and just you know there's no choice at that point? 
Yeah, well, you know, it was something I was I was thinking about. I was definitely thinking about going sixty one, and then whenever Thomas medaled at the Olympics, it, it made my decision pretty easy for me. Yeah. Do you? I mean, describe the difference in feel. You looked phenomenal, right? In that sixty one bracket was loaded, right? It's like all the fifty seven guys are up, and the guys that are normally sixty one. Um, you kind of ran through it. You know, you had some some close matches, but you were. You won every match, even if it was close. It seemed like handily. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I think just my training leading up to the, to World Team Trials, it was it was really good, and I, uh, you know, there's a point in my training where you know I said that I'm finally starting to you know feel like myself again, and I think that uh, it you know it showed in my in my performance. What do you mean feel like myself again? Right? Is it? Well, yeah, I'll just let you go. Yeah, just uh, I, I, you know, there for for about a year and a half. I wasn't, you know, my motion wasn't there. I was, you know, my rate of attack was a lot lower than than it had been in the past. And just, you know, I used my training to kind of get back in the mindset of, you know, moving my feet and trying to score points. And that's really all I was thinking about going into, into each match. Did part of that have to do with the weight and not having to cut as much and not having to focus on it? Or was it just, just a mind shift that just happened and maybe it was, didn't have to do with the weight? Um, uh, I mean, it, it probably helps that I, you know, have a little more energy. I can move my feet. I can, you know, do, do more since I have that energy, but I think it was just kind of a, you know, a decision that, you know, that I made that I'm going to, I'm going to force myself to move my feet. I'm going to force myself to go out there and, and score points. Do you feel like maybe people have forgotten how, how good you were or how much success you had? Cause you looked as, uh, as good as I'd ever seen. Yeah. I, you know, I, I kind of did feel that for, for a little bit, you know, people were surprised. They're saying that, you know, that's the best they've ever seen me, but you know, that's, that's what I, for a long time, that's I was used to wrestling like that. You know, I finally felt like I was wrestling how how I'm supposed to be wrestling. So it was, I mean, it felt good for me just to know that that uh, you know, kind of that I'm back. You know, that I can I can still do that. Did that? Did the performance at the World Team Trials give you the confidence you needed to to go to the World Championships and like kind of have the performance that you did? Yeah, I would say so. You know, it was. I think it was nice that I didn't have to wait around for, for a couple months to go wrestle in the world championships. It was a pretty, pretty quick turnaround. And I think that that definitely benefited me. You've wrestled in junior worlds. You've done, you've done great. You've, you wrestled on senior worlds in 2019. Compare this one, I don't know, from moving up in weight to probably the circumstance of little to no fans. And did it feel similar? Did it feel different to, to past experiences? Um, you know, it's anytime you're going wrestling in the uh, the world championships at any age level, it's, you know, it's exciting, you know, it's, it's just, you know, there's a different kind of, you know, feel whenever you're, you're getting ready to step out on the mat. And, you know, that, it, you know, I live for those kind of moments, you know, I, whenever I'm, you know, dreaming of, you know, what I want to do, it's, it's in those moments, you know, at the world championships, winning, winning world titles and Olympic gold medals. So it's a, uh, it always excites me anytime I get to get the chance to 
you know, wrestle the world championships and, and represent my country. All right, cool. Um, I guess speaking of wrestling at the Worlds, I want to queue up. I told you this, I think, at the start. A couple matches we want to take a look at. And first, we want to watch a quarterfinal bout um, against Bulgaria. So we're just going to pull this on the screen and, and play it. And you can kind of <clears throat> talk us through it, commentate, give, give us what you're thinking, or, or however you want to do yeah. it. All right. This guy was actually, he got fifth at the Olympics, I think. So he was. 57 kilo guy at the Olympics. Uh huh. Wrestled for a medal. So, were you very much aware of him other than his credentials, like how he wrestles or style or anything? Uh, yeah. They, uh, they told me that he has a pretty good drag on one side. And I think he tries it a couple times early on. But just the way I'm, the way I move my feet, you know, I'm, I'm controlling center here and I'm trying to get to my underhook here. In a second, I think. There it is. And yep, there it is. And you know, I, you know, I think this gets gets stopped. But just the way that I move my feet, it's a, a lot different than if you go back and watch a match from even a year ago. It's a, there's a lot of improvements in just my motion. Sure, you got your puppy on on the background there. Yeah, nine <laughs> nine month year old golden retriever. So he's. He's pretty needy right now. That's great. All good. Um, yeah. It's amazing how, you know, like when you think about wrestling or like maybe not you, but me, I think about hand fighting and shots and move, you know, but not moving your feet as much as maybe you're talking about. And I, I think that's an interesting point that just that movement of the feet can, can make such a difference. Yep. I think he's going to get put on the clock here pretty soon. Yep. Here he goes. And it's always, you know, this is something that I think they need to think about changing in international wrestling is this 30-second shot clock just because, you know, whenever, like, I really don't have any incentive to score in this 30 seconds because if I if I go get a takedown, then I'm only winning 2-0 rather than waiting 30 seconds to score where I'll be at 3-0. I think that, you know, they might need to think about changing it to maybe force parterre again. Just so there's some incentive to score whenever there's inactivity. It's a nice little yeah, it's post post single. I was thinking about going lace here. And this is actually the only guy that I, I didn't get a turn against. And I think my lock was just a little bit a little bit too low around this guy's it was more around his stomach than than on his ribs but the thing that i did like about the world championships is they they really let me work work a lot on top they gave me a bunch of time to to work and i think that's just because i was i was doing a lot on top i was you know trying to score rather than just sitting there on top mm -hmm. i could see why you would like force parter a guy who's really strong from the yeah, top position it definitely it would be me for sure but So this is the break. Um, we can skip ahead, Tyler. We skip ahead like 30 seconds if, if we want to get to that second period. <clears throat> How about, what, what do you, you know, 
how do you like your corner? What, how is your corner like designed? I guess you know. Do you like a lot of specific information? Do you like like just general information coming at you? Yeah, just general information. Really, there's. Yeah. I I have a tendency just to kind of go over there. There's a nice another shot. Yeah. Uh, I I like to just kind of get right back out there. So yeah. I have a tendency to just kind of walk over, let them tell me off, and then I'm waiting back in the center. Yeah, sometimes you hear coaches opponent. Well, circle left, but look for the shot to the right, but be ready to snap him. But it's like to, to what I think is too much where you're like, man, there's only so much yeah. you can get in 30 seconds. Yeah. Heart's pumping, your adrenaline's going. Yeah, if they if they see if they see something, then I, I definitely want to want to hear what they have to say. But most of the time, it's, you know, I, I have a pretty good feel for what's going on out there. Yeah, you've been here a couple of times. See, that's one thing that I, I came out of my stance there. I bounced it out, and he he got to my leg. That's something that I, I've watched these matches back a couple of times, and that happened a couple of times where I'm, I'm coming out of my stance, and then they get to my leg, which I I ended up scoring off of it. But Yeah, good thing you I got can, a scramble. <laughs> yeah. That was great. And then, so there's a minute 50 left in this match, and I really don't. I probably should have pushed to push a score a little sooner because I think I end up. I don't score till right at the right at the end of the match. Yeah. But I am doing a good job, you know, staying in the center, hand fighting. You know, I know that he has to has to come after me, so there's no reason to you know put myself in any any danger. Staying in the center. Just really just not letting him get a hold of me at all. I'm just anytime he grabs me, I'm I'm clearing it off pretty pretty fast. Seven oh forty four seconds to go. But you're never really going to defensive mode, right? A lot of guys might shut it down and just be like, yeah. Okay, I'm good here, just don't get scored on. Yeah, my I think my defense is, is better whenever I'm I'm still moving my feet and, and you know, thinking offense. You know, if you think about going forward, think about going forward and then that's whenever you need to you know, you react to what he does. Now we're in this over under position and you know, I, I was thinking about hitting the inside trip a little earlier. I clear it, and then he goes right back up to try to do something. So I kind of just go for it right at the end. Yeah, it's wonderful. He steps forward. Right, trip. I mean, is that like something you're, you're thinking or, or somewhat waiting for? It's just like, or is it just like, boom, in the moment of reaction? Uh, yeah, I felt it about you know 20 seconds before that I could have hit it. But I ended up just clearing it out, and then he put 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 himself right back in that situation. So I I just kind of went for it. Sure. And this is a really small, really ins in insignificant thing. But like I've always the last year plus, you know, it's like, is it weird to raise your own hand? 
Like, you know, you know, usually the ref grabs your hand and lifts it, uh -huh. and that's the thing. Some guys are like, raise it high. Some guys are like, kind of like, whatever. Some guys get paused for a second. I'm just curious what that's like. Yeah, it was a little different, but I didn't think about it too much. Yeah, I figure. Um, b back to the point about never, about you never really went into defensive mode, right? You kept attacking like that. The a good offense is the best defense. Has there been and I can't no no if I can like think one of your matches offhand where you did that, but do you recall that happening at any point in your career? And maybe you were like, I need to just keep being offensive instead of turn into defensive mode to protect a lead. Um, you know, I think that most of the time I do a pretty good job of of not shutting it down completely. Yeah. You know, unless there's you know twenty seconds left in the match and there's not much reason to to go forward at all but yeah uh obviously you know you want to you don't just want to back straight up so it's uh just whenever i'm i'm in those you know 20 seconds left i'm winning by maybe one or two i'm thinking about you know circling more than than backing up you know circling yeah down blocking you know getting my head in in position sweet okay that was actually a qualification match now we're going to queue up the quarterfinal um, against India, and, and then we'll do the semis. And these are both <laughs> – actually, that one was a tech right at the end, but these ones I think are a little yep. quicker. Yep. This, uh, this guy just beat the, the world champion in the, from the 2019 Worlds. So. Okay. So he's... I really like how, how much I was getting him to react early on. He's right there. Like he's almost fell over from just me faking. I mean, you're just, he actually you're, hits a pretty, a really nice left-handed high crotch here in a second. He goes club, then kind of outside steps, bam, right there. And just quick to then the I draw. really threatened that, threatened the uh, crotch lift, and it, that made it pretty easy to go yeah, behind him. Far ankle, yeah. Patting it, looking for that trapped arm. Yep. Oh. Then he Sorry, keeps. Bob. I think he keeps. He keeps limping it out, but since I was working for it on top so hard, I think they just kind of let me keep working. I get another one here, and then I know that he's pretty much thinking I'm going to go trap arm again, so I just normal gut him. Love it. So aggressive on and top. I had it. Then I yeah, I had that one right there. Did I wanted to finish it off right there, but he ended up getting his head out of bounds. I mean, you just look like you feel great out there. Yeah, I was definitely, I was, I was feeling, feeling really good. Just like I, you know, move my feet. Whenever, anytime I start to move my feet, it just, I just feel, feel like um, I put myself in positions to where I can score. I think I'm gonna hit a low double here. Finish them off here in a second. Elbow pass. Got it. Boom. So now you're like guaranteed to wrestle for a medal. You're one match from the finals. Do you feel like momentum? Right, as you're, you, I mean, you detect the guy, you detect this guy, and I don't know, a minute or two, is it like, is is there such a thing as momentum like that you're feeling throughout this tournament? Uh, yeah, I was definitely 
I was feeling good this first day, really good. So, I, if if I could have wrestled that finals match the that first day, I, I would definitely would have would have liked to, just because I I felt like I was really on a roll, you know. Yeah. But you know, it's still I needed to needed to perform in the finals as well that next day. Sure. All right, and we'll 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 print, pull up this final or not the final, but the final one we're gonna watch the semifinal, and uh, we'll, we'll let this one rip. Well, you know, you know anything about this Armenian? Yeah, so he actually got bronze in my when I won Junior Worlds. He was bronze. Okay. So I, I've I've been in the same weight as him a couple of times. I went and went for a oh. little pass by, and then kind of put me right into an over under. So I got the inside trip. And then I got this was really tight. So once <laughs> I got those first couple, I knew it was I knew it was over. This is just Take like classic. classic. Patented date and yeah, fix. I mean, he he was pretty, he's pretty upset. He started hitting the mat. <laughs> you felt great. You could tell. You pumped. Oh yeah. Yep. Considering, you know, losing in the NCAA finals and the way you, that happened, and then you know, losing at the, at the Olympic trials. How did this feel like coming back and just being like, all right, yeah, I'm back. I, I'm here. I am. Yeah. It, it felt, it felt really good just to, you know, compete like that again. And cause it's something that, you know, I knew that knew that I was capable of doing still. And it uh, was just a matter of, you know, forcing myself to do it again. And I think, you know, that long break, it, it, it didn't, uh, it didn't benefit me in that aspect, you know, I, I, I'm sure I, I got to work on a lot of technique and that, you know, that stuff probably made me better, but, you know, taking that much time off from competing it, you know, I almost forgot, forgot how to compete there for, for a while. And I think the more I begin to compete now, I think I'm going to just continue to improve. Due, due to that lack of competing, do you, did you, ever start to doubt yourself or lose confidence and like you had to do something like this to get it back or was it just or, or not uh no i i never i never really lacked lacked confidence in myself it was just i i wasn't wrestling like like how i used to and i, I don't really know what the what the reason was for it it just it just happened i kind of was you know in a funk for for about a year, year and a half, and I, you know, I, I really had to had to focus in on my training, and you know, I think that's what really, really, really helped me the most was you know focusing on on the little things in in my training. All right. Now I know we got the NCAA season in front of us, but but and I so I don't know if you even have an answer to this question. Thinking about next freestyle season. And, and until 2024, do you think 61 might be a nice fit, or you know? And obviously, also considering that that Thomas gets to sit, right? That, that may or may not factor into your decision. But do you, do you think he may stay at 61 until the Olympics, or or just right back down to 57? Uh, well, I I get to sit in the finals too, so oh shoot, yeah, I'll definitely do. I'll definitely take advantage of of that for this next year. Since okay. I'm, you know, I'm in final X, so just got to win two matches to, to make it back to the World Championship. So I'll 
I'll take advantage of that for sure, at least for this next year. Okay. Man, th- this team, like, the least experienced guys were you and Yanni, right? We're talking about guys who have age group world titles. You know, what was it like being on, in my eyes, at least in the last gen- decade, maybe two, you know, I don't know, I didn't really follow as in-depth in the first decade of the 2000s, but, like, this is one of the most star-studded teams we've ever had, right? Everybody else, aside from you and, and Yanni, coming into this had a world medal or two, I think, and some, you know, multiple world titles. What was that experience like? And some of these guys you probably looked up to when you were a kid, Jordan and, and whoever else. Yeah, I mean, it was it was awesome getting to be on the team with those guys. I was on the team with most of them in, in 2019, but, you know, the – this year it was a little different because I, you know, I was right there with them and I was, I was, I was wrestling, you know, the same time as, as David Taylor and uh, Kyle Dake. You know, we all made the, all made the finals the same day and we were all you know, pretty dominant in doing so. So it was awesome to, you know, one of us goes out there, we get a, we get a big win and then the other guy goes out there and they do the same thing. So it was just, you know, it was really exciting to, you know, being able to compete next to those guys. Is there like an element of, of feeding off of that, right? You're like you see these guys, well, everybody I'm competing with is kicking ass today. They're on Team USA. I'm on Team USA. Not that you didn't maybe expect yourself to win, but is there something extra about having all these? Just everybody crushing it next to you, right around you? Yeah, I think it. You know, it helps whenever you're seeing you see guys go out there and do it. You're like, well, why, why can't I go do that? And that's kind of you know, the mindset I took in each match. All right. NCAA season's coming up, right? I mean, we know the story. You were right to our two very narrow overtime losses in the finals. Is that something that, I don't know if eats you up is the right word, but something that, that is heavy on your mind, you know, getting out there and getting a title or two, or maybe you have three years left. I don't know. Right? It's the whole COVID thing. Or is it just like, I'm just going to go and try to get this this year and, and my career is going to continue on regardless? Um, yeah, you know, they're definitely, I, I think about, you know, both those matches a lot and, um, you know, I, I want to win an NCAA title. I, I want to win multiple. So, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to this season and I, you know, I, I think that I'm, you know, I'm wrestling, you know, a hundred times better than I was last, last year this time. So it's, uh, really exciting for me just to go out there and, you know, prove, prove what I can do. You said, you said, I think about those matches a lot, right? Those two NCAA finals. Specifically, when you think about them, what, what do you, do you just think about the match broadly? Or do you think about specific moments or instances or, or just the fact that you lost? Or, um, yeah, I'm just trying to like dig into the mindset of a champion here and, and see what specifically, you know, makes you tick. Uh, yeah, there's moments in, in both matches that I think about, you know, and, 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 you know, I'm going to use those moments to, you know, I'm going to bring those, you know, those feelings back whenever, you know, practice gets hard. You know, I, I'm on top and coach says, you know, we got 30 seconds to, to hold the guy down and I got to, I got to hold the guy down for 30 seconds. I'm going to, you know, bring, bring those kind of matches back to, you know, my mind. And that's what I'm going to, what I'm going to be thinking about. What's your puppy's name? <laughs> this is a, this is champ. Yeah. Champ. Nine months. Yeah, nine month year old gold retriever. He's he's a good boy. All right. He's house he's housebroken. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> That's really he's important. Whining. He's, he's whining because he, he wants to play, but he's a little, little, uh, spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Um, yeah. Kind of the last one of the things I wanted to talk about before, and Kyle's got a, a few questions for you at the end, but um, it's about at the ballpark, right? You guys are wrestling Oklahoma, or you guys are Oklahoma State. You guys are wrestling Iowa. USA is wrestling Iran. Rumors, talks, whatever you want to call it, you know, maybe just fantasy world. People are like, could Dayton wrestle both? Might he wrestle both? Is is there any possibility that that might happen, or has that discussion not really been bridged yet uh we haven't really talked about it too much but you know if it's up to me i definitely want to wrestle in in both you know why not i'm yeah i'm the only only athlete that has that that opportunity to do that and why not why not take advantage of it you know i'm sure that we can you know we can make it happen we can start start the duels at you know different weights to where i'm you know one of the first matches and then one of the last matches so it uh you know if I if I can uh have the opportunity to re- represent my country and Oklahoma State University on the on the same night you know that'd be that'd be awesome for me. I had a feeling you'd say that, but you know obviously there's there's other factors, and, and time will tell, and 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 we will wait patiently, uh, or maybe impatiently, but we'll wait to see how that shakes out. Um, that's kind of it for most most of the things I wanted to talk about, but I know Kyle Klingman's got a few questions so kyle i'll let you take it over it's our segment dayton called sweat it out are you ready to roll oh yeah all right number one what famous female professional wrestler is from sandpoint oklahoma um i have no idea honestly her name was may young may young is she current yep huh is she oh, older? She's, she's, she's older. She dis, she died in 2014, so it's a okay. little before uh, Dayton's time. But yeah. I thought maybe. Yeah, I, I thought maybe. Uh, number two, have you and AJ Ferrari ever flexed in the mirror together? <laughs> um, I'm sure we have. You know, in the weight room or back in the back in the bike room when we've we've been working out together. I'm sure we have before. So you sure? I mean, like, I want to make, I want to get a full fledged. Yes, you have. Like, I don't want middle of the road. I gotta know. Yeah, we have, we have. Okay. Do you outflex him then? Are you better at posing? Oh, I wouldn't say I'm better at posing. He he practices those quite quite often. So <laughs> I don't. I think he's got to be in the posing category. This isn't part of the question series, but what's your relationship like with AJ Ferrari? Uh, we have a good relationship. You know, he, he's, a uh, he's exactly how, how he seems to be on, on social media. You know, that's, that's just him. And, you know, as a teammate, you just accept it and you, uh, you, you let him be AJ. That's, that's who he is. And, you know, we, we love it really. And the thing about AJ is, you know, there's very few people that, you know, can, can outwork him. So it's, a uh, it's, you know, special to see whenever he's, he's in the room. All right. Number three, as you can see, Mark Bader has long hair. How long would it take you to grow out your hair that long? Um, my hair grows really fast. So if I didn't cut it for mm, a year, it'd be, it'd be no pretty problem. long. No problem. You, one year you got this. Yeah. 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 I'd like I to say that long as the, uh, 
the I don't know how John ball Smith ball. would feel, but I think I yeah. could do it. All right, number four, your dad is Derek, your uncle is Drew, you have siblings Drew, Dalton, Daisy, Diane, and your grandpa is David. When did you realize that your family had first names that start with the letter D? Very, very young age, I, I realized that. Whenever whenever my my parents were picking out names for, for my younger siblings, I it was pretty pretty obvious that they wanted D names, so. All right, and then final question. What was the last year that the New York Mets won the World Series? Oh, it was whenever, I'm going to say whenever Daryl Strawberry was still playing. Yep. Which was yep. 80, 88, 86. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate yeah, yeah, it. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Wasn't that Pretty the close. year it, it went through somebody's legs? The ball, yeah, Bill the Boston, Bill. Yep. Have you have you seen the four-part series that's out, the 30 for 30? I didn't know if you had seen that yet, but there's a four-part series on the, the 86 Mets that's that's just bonkers. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I'll have to, I'll have to yep. check it out. Kyle, right. I, um. I'll let you finish. No, that's it. You, you're you out. You, you did a good job. I'm curious. You know, usually you have like a method behind your madness. I'm cu- Did you like look at his Facebook and he's a Mets fan? Or where did the Mets question come from? I thought you were a Mets fan. Are you a Mets fan? That, that's yeah. where that came from. Yeah, I, I, I'm i a Mets fan. I like All the right. Mets. All right, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. That, that was the method. So I, I thought there was a chance he'd watch that 30 for 30 on the, the 86 Mets, which is uh, – I mean, I learned a ton about it. So um, my cautionary's tale is not to be like the the 86 Mets. So don't take that as a yeah. life advice. Yeah, I did we'll see do. that one. They were crazy. They were crazy. <laughs> I don't know if I saw the four parts. I saw some documentary with, with – it was Doc and Dwight. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Those guys were wild. Wild time, man. Wild time. Yeah. All right, Dayton, uh, I, got, I got one more little segment for you, and this is a quicker one, but um, it's called Wins and Whoopins. So if you think back to the span of your career, the first Little League tournament you ever did through the World Championships you just wrestled in, is there? I'm looking for one win and one loss, one memorable win. It can be your best win or favorite, or it could be a Little League win that stands out. I don't know. It's up to you. That can be anything. And then the, the like one whooping, right? Everybody's got their butt whooped at least one point in time somewhere by somebody. Can you think of a, a win that's memorable and a and a bad whooping that's memorable? And you can do either one first. Um, so one of the losses that, you know, I, that sticks out to me would be whenever I was, it was probably my first or second year. And I wrestled this kid, you know, earlier in the year, and he beat me by probably 10 to 12 points. And then we wrestle again at, you know, at the kid's state tournament. And this time he only beats me by, you know, three or three or four points. And I can just remember my, my dad picking me up after, after the match and, you know, cheering that, that I, I got that much better and that I was improving. And, you know, that, that taught me, you know, from a young age that, you know, it's not about winning or losing. It's about getting better every time I, I step out there. And I think that's something that stuck with me for, 
for the rest of my career. And you know, I, I just have to, you know, thank him for, for you know, putting those those kind of thoughts into my head at a, at a young age. All right. How about and a win? For for a win, um, you know, I, you know, there's you know a lot of wins that you know stick out, but you know, I'm I'm hoping that. You know, a win in the future is the one that's going to stick out the most. You know, something that you know, winning a world title, winning an Olympic gold medal, those are the those are the wins that you know I look forward to. Okay, on on last I lied, but that's I didn't think of this question until you just said. When did you? What's the first Olympics you watched, and who was competing? Like who? When, when the first Olympics you remember seeing? I'm it wasn't John Smith because you weren't alive yet. But right, who was yeah. it, and and who? Um, the the first time I really sat down and probably watched, you know, like all the way. It was in 2012, whenever, whenever JB won and, and Coleman got, got bronze, you know, and at the time I was, I was training at Oklahoma State a lot at the, at the, at the, you know, RTC. So there were, there was, you know, months I was training right next to, right next to Coleman Scott. So it was, you know, awesome to see him go through that, through that process of training leading up to the Olympics and then going and getting the, an Olympic bronze medal. Yeah, man, that's an that's an awesome and, and very unique experience to be a kid training in the this legendary elite room globally, and then like side by side with one of the guys who goes out and, and earns a medal. So um, jealous, and and I think that's awesome that you got to do that. Final thing is you got the last word. You can give a shout out. You can tell a joke. You can just say goodbye. You can do anything you want. But uh, you have the floor, Dayton to say. Final word. I don't have a. Uh, I don't have much to say. Just uh, thanks for having me on, and you know, go pokes. All right, go pokes. We'll see you, yeah. man. Thanks so much for the time, and uh, best of luck this year. Yep. Thank you. Thanks, Dayton. Adios. Yep. See ya. All right. Fantastic discussion there with Dayton Fix. That was a good one. Um, what what a run he had. Silver medal at the World Championship. Super impressive, wouldn't you say? I would, man, and, and it's fun watching those matches with the athlete because you just get a sense of what goes through their head and how they process it. That's such a, a unique phenomenon that we get to be part of, and I can't imagine that happened in the 80s, 90s, where you have someone on screen and break it down, so I never get tired of that. But what a great kid. I, I love Dayton Fix and watching him wrestle, so fun to have him on the show. Absolutely. So that's going to wrap for today's show. We will be back tomorrow with Evan Wick the new Cal Poly uh, wrestler. Excited for that one. So for Kyle Klingman, I'm Mark Bader. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks.